Miracy. A water bearer in India had two large pots, with one hung on each end of a pole that he carried across his neck. One of the pots had a crack in it, and while the other pot was perfect and always delivered a full portion of water at the end of the long walk from the stream to the master's house, the cracked pot arrived only half full. For a full two years, this went on daily, with the bearer delivering only one and a half pots full of water in his master's house. Of course, the perfect pot was proud of its accomplishments, perfect to the end for which it was made. But the poor cracked pot was ashamed of its own imperfection and miserable that it was able to accomplish only half of what it had been made to do. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the story coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. After two years of what it perceived to be a bitter failure, the cracked pot spoke to the water bearer one day by the stream. I am ashamed of myself, and I want to apologize to you. The bearer asked, why? What are you ashamed of? The pot replied, for these past two years, I'm able to deliver only half of my load, because this crack in my side causes water to leak out all the way back to your master's house. Because of my flaws, you don't get full value for your efforts. The water bearer felt sorry for the old cracked pot, and in his compassion, he said, as we return to the master's house, I want you to notice the beautiful flowers along the path. As they went up the hill, the old cracked pot took notice of the sun warming the beautiful wildflowers on the side of the path, and this cheered it somewhat. But at the end of the trail, it still felt bad because it had leaked out half of its load. And so again, it apologized to the bearer for its failure. The bearer said to the pot, did you notice that there were flowers only on your side of the path, but not on the other pot's side? That's because I've always known about your flaw, and I took advantage of it. I planted flower seeds on your side of the path, and every day while we walk back from the stream, you've watered them. For two years, I've been able to pick these beautiful flowers to decorate my master's table. Without you being just the way you are, he would not have had this beauty to grace his house. Stories will often present a certain perspective, but then turn that perspective around so that we see with fresh eyes. In this episode, we'll explore how perspective can be the key to unlocking mysteries and hidden wisdom in these tales, and, I hope, leave you to consider what this story may mean to you. I think it's easy to assume that this story is about perfection and about what it takes to feel whole the predicament of the cracked pot who feels so inadequate and inept. I think it's easy to relate to this. So many people feel that they're not as whole or capable as they would like. 
Often when I work with people on their stories, the first stories they bring are, are just this. They're stories that they interpret as proof of being less than, of something missing or broken in themselves. And yet I believe the story is about how our perspective can change all of that. How all we need to do is see our situation, our environment, and ourselves from a different perspective. And suddenly we're transformed. And it's not that the perceived failure is not true, but that the failure actually is a gift of some sort, as is the cracked pot. I had a client who had a pretty successful business and then discovered quite by chance that she was sick, that she had cancer. And she spent the next, I guess, 10 to 14 months going through treatments and doing her very best to not have it impact her business. So she didn't tell very many people. She certainly didn't tell her customers. And she struggled to keep going without sharing it with anybody. And it was around the time where she felt she was really trying to find her way. Life had changed since she had gone through this whole experience and since she had recovered and was doing very, very well health-wise. But her perception of the business had changed. And I suggested to her that maybe she share her journey with people. And she discovered that when this so-called flaw, this so-called crack in the facade of who she was and how she showed up for people was suddenly visible, she was amazed. And we saw very quickly how people responded, how people wanted to reach out to her, how people wanted to know more, how she was attracting a very different type of authenticity into the business. And that the flaw, so-called flaw, became a real pivotal moment for her in the business. And it allowed her to explore different avenues and to actually go in a very different direction that got a phenomenal response from her current clients, but also brought in a whole stream of new clients. I love that in relation to this story about how when we're brave enough to share what we perceive to be our cracks, our flaws, our imperfections, Oftentimes, the outcome is so much more powerful than what we were doing before to try and hide these things. I think that gives me hope in business, that people can show up as their whole selves and have this incredibly positive response, because that's what we crave. We crave the authenticity and the vulnerability that people show when they share their so-called flaws. It's interesting that it takes two years for the cracked pot to actually say anything to the water bearer and two years that the water bearer knew of the so-called flaw and had put down the seeds and had watered them and this whole transformation was happening over a very long period of time. I think that speaks to what happens in the entrepreneurial journey, which is we might be doing something and not see results for a long time, not know the implication of what we're doing. It just can simply take time to develop. And so sometimes we might assume that something's not working. We might assume that it's a problem. We might assume that we can't get to where we need to go. And yet given time and also the nurturing that the water bearer does, the planting the seed and watering them over such a long time and doing it all very quietly, I feel like that speaks to the entrepreneur and how we can literally plant seeds of ideas 
we have this vision, but we can plant these little things along the way that are finally going to get us there. And then what we need is the patience to keep at it, to keep going, to keep moving forward, to keep believing in it. And then we see the results much, much later. It's kind of the opposite of the world that often I see where it's this desire for immediate gratification. And instead here we have much more a sense of over time when you're consistent, when you keep doing the right thing, when you keep moving forward, when you keep planting these little seeds and then really watering them and nurturing them and giving them the space and the time and the sunshine, then something really beautiful is going to come out of it. I love that we invest in the long-term outcome rather than trying to always get the immediate results. I think that story teaches us that. I do think that the big questions in life are answered by fairy tales. That's actually what fascinates me about them because they seem like these simple tales and yet they ask questions like what is meaningful and how do we define you know, the big, almost philosophical questions? If you think about the philosophers through time who've asked this question about perfection and beauty and truth, these are the big human questions. This is how we make meaning. This is how we try and explore meaning in life. And I think that fairy tales and folk tales, they do that too. And so, yes, there tends to be a showing up of these big questions in life, a redefining, a search for meaning, a search for understanding. And in truth, as you use stories in business, I believe stories are the ultimate meaning maker. Stories are the way we understand ourselves and the world around us. Stories are how we understand our place in the world. So I think that when you use story powerfully in business, it becomes the North Star. It makes meaning in terms of what you stand for, what the business stands for, what the individual coming into the business can achieve or acquire by being associated with your business, by availing of your service or by participating in your program. And the stories are what create the clarity and the meaning around all that. So it kind of helps us find out where we need to be in the world in terms of what we do, how we define ourselves, what is meaningful for us, and what path we choose to take. And then, as with this story, whether we're even able to see around us, to notice the beautiful flowers, to see that the path in front of us is actually a path that's going to take us where we need to go. As a child, I was teased for being a crybaby. I was always so sensitive and emotional. And I think it was perceived as weakness. And I certainly believed that I needed to control my emotions in order to be strong. I remember the first time I actually realized that this flaw of mine, my emotional sensitivity, was actually a huge asset. I was working in my corporate job, and my boss used to ask me about how certain people were doing. He said to me one day, Lisa, people talk to you, and you really hear them. You make them feel safe. It must be your emotional intelligence. I was amazed. Emotional intelligence. It seemed like a miracle that this flaw was actually a good thing. And I think it's what finally convinced me to become a coach. What I love about the story also is that it invites us to notice the path we walk upon and to notice the flowers along the way. Because we tend not to notice the miracles that occur along the way, often as a result of our perception of our weaknesses or of lack. And what I love about helping people find their stories 
is that the magic is in the sharing of the mess, the brokenness, the mistakes, and the flaws, because it's here that we recognize the humanity in ourselves and others and actually can connect at the deepest level. We don't have to strive and change and become something we're not in order to follow the path, in order to be successful. I think what it's saying to me is, you're okay with your cracks, with your flaws, with, with your fears, with your challenges, with the things that come into your life, because that's what happens. Life happens. And it doesn't mean you have to stop. It doesn't mean you have to apologize. It doesn't mean you have to feel ashamed. I guess ultimately for me, this story is about showing up as you are, imperfect, but brave, willing to just be who you are, just continue to do the work, just stay on the path and be consistent. It's about the strength and the courage to continue to show up no matter how hard it is, no matter how imperfect it feels, no matter how difficult the path may be, and no matter how uncertain we feel about ourselves. You can feel that you're flawed. You can feel that you're not whole. And you can just be working on it. Like that can be your path to work on it. And you can still show up and you can still do amazing work and you can still be phenomenally successful. I'm Lisa Bloom and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network which also includes Making It, Just Between Coaches, and Course Lab. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lamb. Jeff Govardson assembled the episode. Danny Innie is our executive producer. So you don't miss the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It really does help us out. Thank you. We'll see you next time.